KRXO FM and KRXO HD Oklahoma City. KRXO Claremore Tulsa, a product of Tyler Media, reaching over 1 million Oklahomans every week. Now, TotallyTickets.com presents the Franchise Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Postgame Show on 1077 The Franchise and 1079 The Franchise Tulsa. over. The they, end is here. I cannot believe they went out like this. They they tanked for two months. It's so fitting. They this tanked. is so fitting. <laughs> I I am enraged. I am enraged. They were two and twenty six million in their <laughs> last twenty six million in two games. And all they had to do was lose this last game. All they had to do was lose one more. Yeah, all they had to do was lose one more to increase those ever-so-sexy odds for that number one overall pick in the NBA draft. And the Clippers did not do the Thunder a solid because they just randomly decided, Ty Lue said earlier today, oh yeah, we're sitting Paul George, we're sitting Kawhi Leonard, we're sitting everybody of consequence, except for Zubac. He's just going to take the opening tip, then foul, then go sit out. So he can at least start. And then we're just going to run out Yogi Ferrell out there for about 45 minutes and see what see what sticks. And the Oklahoma City Thunder prevail 117 to 112 in their final game. Their final record of the 2020-21 season. 22 and 50. There's only 72 games this year, everybody. 22 and 50. The Thunder are tied for the reverse four seed with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Orlando now the reverse three seed, 21-51. Detroit lost today as well. They are 20-52 at number two. And Houston lost about a zillion games in a row at one point in the year. They're 17-55, the reverse one seed. But again, everybody, I will remind you, odds are not guaranteed. So don't be too upset, Oklahoma City Thunder fans. We still have a lot to learn in the next month until the draft odds are released. But Christine Butterfield, Matt Burton, I'm Brady Trantham. This is the first Take Thunder post game show. Uh, Christine, if the Thunder do get the one of the worst case scenarios draft night, thinking about a game like this, thinking about that Lou Dort uh, game winner earlier in the season, games like that are just going to be like, did those have to happen? Yeah, it. I mean, it just kind of depends on how this draft plays out, right? Like, if it happens in the Thunder's favor, all will be forgiven. If they get that draft pick that actually ends up playing out in a positive way for them, you're going to look back on the season being like, oh, yeah, they did what needed to be done and what was necessary, but they were able to get a few wins here and there to remain competitive, look like a good coming-up team. But if it doesn't play out for the Thunder, you're going to look back on some of these like games down the clutch where SGA pulled a win off that, you know, wasn't expected or Lou Dort hitting that game winner that, you know, put them another notch above. And then again, this game where three players for the Thunder have career highs. Poku had a career high. Josh Hall had a career high. Moses Brown had a career high. Like, did they have to go off in this game? Christine, no. who are these people you're talking about? I've never heard of these people. Well, no one else has either. Oh. So, what happened to Kevin Durant? Uh, I've been in a coma now for some time. Wow. I've just, I've just woken up and, uh, hey, have the Thunder won a title yet? No? 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 no. no. Don't uh, think so. Josh Not that I know of. Josh Hall. 
Alexa, who are these people? What is going? What has happened to my Oklahoma City Thunder? Great question. (laughs) I mean, it's not the Oklahoma City Thunder you remember, but yeah, Yeah. it's just going to depend on how this plays out. Matt, two of the last three Thunder games, Oklahoma City just decided to shoot abnormal uh, percentages from the floor. I mean, tonight, I don't know what the finishing touches were, but when the Thunder had a hundred points exactly. There were 70 points in the paint scored by Oklahoma City, meaning 30 points came from anywhere else but the paint. That is, in today's NBA, with what even with what the Thunder are trotting out there the last few months, like that's impressive. Insane. They took 26 threes. I don't think that they've taken that that few in any of the games tonight or this season. Really, it would surprise me if they took only 26 in another game this season. But yeah, shot 53 percent from the field. I mean, that's just. What are we doing? What are we doing, huh? We didn't come this far to just only come this far. What are we What are we doing? What is happening? Sam Presti is throwing a fit right now. He's throwing a fit in his suite. He's like, how could you let this happen? Talking to Mark Mark Dagnall, or as Michael Cage says, Mark Dagonault. Yeah, who's Mark Dagonault? Dagonault. Dagonally. Michael Cage is like, yeah, it's last game. I don't care. Yeah, he didn't no, care. No, he's done it all Mark year. Dagnall? He's done it all year. He said Dagonault all year. But anyway, neither here nor there. I'm just mad. I'm upset. But I will say they're sharing the four the four reverse four seed with the with the Cavaliers right now. And it's okay. It's okay. I, I believe whenever the Pelicans landed Zion, they had the seventh best odds, yeah. I believe, Again, to get the one pick, and they landed the one pick and got Zion Williamson. Yeah, odds aren't... So, odds, odds aren't are, everything, like, just, it's how the how the ping-pong balls, that's how they bounce, okay? Just, you, you gotta let the chips fall where they may. Yeah, Oklahoma City and Cleveland have an 11.5% chance of the number one overall seed. Now, for those out there that think, well, Houston must have, like, a 30% chance, right? No, they only have a 14% chance, and they won 17 damn games. And guess what? They basically have a 50% chance Houston does that their pick is going to be number five. You know what that means? It means Oklahoma City would get it. Would get it. Their yes. pick swap is top four protected. So if I'm a Houston Rockets fan, if I'm a diehard Rockets fan, I am not 100% happy right now today. I will I will be nervous until June 22nd when draft odds are released because it could get ugly very fast for Houston. It could be very good for Oklahoma City. Like, yes, it's funny. Like, they won this last game they probably shouldn't have. They had a few games in the first half of the season they probably shouldn't have won. I mean, their first game of the season, they won uh, by the skin of their teeth against Charlotte on the road. And yeah. so you'll think about all those examples as you get closer and closer and closer to June 22nd. And then if the Thunder get a worst-case scenario in terms of their draft odds, your mind will just go back to a game like this or a game like the first game of the season or wherever. In, during the during the year, and think if only the that last shot didn't go in, if only they didn't play this well, if only Pokashevsky didn't have the most efficient shooting night of his career <laughs> up to this point, the Thunder might have been in a better chance to draft somebody else. But guess what? It doesn't matter that much because Oklahoma City has every draft pick from now until uh, Armageddon, and that's the, that's the thing. If people are freaking out about them winning this game and having to share the four spot with with Cleveland, like. It's it's okay. Like let's relax. They still have I I think someone did the math. I think it's somewhere between like a 72% chance um that Oklahoma City will end up with the top 5 pick. Like depending on if it's theirs or Houston's like all those 
Yeah, I think together. they're still going to get a top five. And if they don't get one, they have a million draft picks to move up. And Sam Presti, like Brady has said on here before, like Sam Presti is, gets aggressive on draft night. Mm-hmm. And I think especially this year, whenever there's five guys who would have been the number one pick last year, like in last year's draft. No, exactly. So, so I mean, yeah. like like Matt said, Thunder fans, like don't get too upset about this. Like it's fun to make jokes. It's fun to be like, oh, how, like, of course they would win this last game to put their, you know, top five spot in jeopardy at the last second. But in reality, they're either going to end up with the top five anyways, or they have so many first round picks or like, you know, they have enough that Sam Presti can make a kind of like package and just trade up to get in the top five anyways. If there's a guy that they really, really, Really want so it, either way I think it's really going to work out for the Thunder anyway so don't take this too hard Josh Hall, Moses Brown and Alexei Pokashevsky in this game they took a combined 58 shots it was the Josh Hall game Josh, it was the Josh Hall game of Josh Hall had 21 shots I said that about 5 times this game and the very first time I said it was like halfway through the second quarter <laughs> like and I was then, like this is the Josh Hall game and Moses Brown he was 12 of 19 and then also recorded 18 rebounds like Josh Hall 25 and 10 <laughs> are you ki- like are you kidding me right now Ugh. I find it funny that Poku you know started playing point tonight and it took him like 3 quarters to finally um Get an assist in there. No, it's okay. It'll be all right. He'll be fine. I mean, he shot six of nine from three. I mean, I know. Get mad at the Clippers. Nice. Get mad at the Clippers all you want for sitting their stars literally two hours before tip off. They're trying to duck this the Lakers at, which by they, any means possible, which they successfully did. Now it's going to be LeBron AD versus Steph Curry and probably the most watched playing game from now until the end of time. Like, I I am very excited for that. But hopefully, you know, just because of this act by the Clippers, as a non-Thunder fan, I will admit, I w- it would be very funny to watch them just get slapped by... <laughs> Slapped by Dallas, who's playing one of the probably one of, if not the best uh, basketball in the league uh, since February. But I mean, Oklahoma City tried their best to lose this game. I mean, they already sat out Darius Baisley, sat out Ty Jerome, C. McKayley, Kenrich Williams even didn't play tonight. And hell, Isaiah Roby and Teo Maladon, they just played for about 10 minutes and dipped. So that's about it. And then Daniel Aturu for the Clippers, shot 21 times, was 5 of 21, and down the stretch, they were just feeding him. They were just like, yeah, you know what? You're not going to make a shot. Let's let's just keep keep giving Oturu the ball. Exactly. And you're like, who's Daniel Oturu? Oh, yeah, he's the guy who led the Clippers in field goal attempts tonight. Ah, yes. <laughs> 21 field goal attempts. Not Luke Kennard. That's awesome. Patrick Patterson had a dunk with authority, and remember when he was with the Thunder, and it was like, oh my gosh, Patrick Patterson dunked. It was the first time since the 2017-18 season that Patrick Patterson has a lot of weird stuff happens tonight, so we're going to have to try and do something that's going to be rather difficult considering the emotions are all up in the psychosphere and they're all up in the air right now. Everybody doesn't know how to feel, so we're going to try our best to bring everybody back down to earth so we can all join hands and pick the Thunder player of the game. Now, the franchise Thunder player of the game brought to you by Volkswagen of Edmond. Charlie Brown Jr. <laughs> Get out of here. Gabriel Deck. <laughs> Give me Gabriel Deck. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'll go ahead and go because right. I've, I said it since the middle of the second quarter. It was the Josh Hall game. And I would. there hasn't been one single game this year, rightfully so, that I could pick Josh Hall. Right. So I'm going to take advantage of the only time that I can ever pick Josh Hall as Thunder player of the game. 25 points, 10 rebounds. 
<laughs> two assists, shooting 11 of 21 from the field. Not great from three, one of six. But, uh, yeah, just out there getting buckets. What a, what a guy. Josh Hall. I can't believe he chose this believe. night of all nights to go off. I can't believe I'm picking Josh Hall. I can't That's either. my Thunder player of the game. He played 42 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, I mean, look, I'm not laughing at him. I'm not laughing at any of these players. This is a great opportunity. We've talked about this ad nauseum at this point. This is a great opportunity for Josh Hall. It's a great opportunity for Moses Brown, Jalen Horde, Charlie Brown Jr., this is a great opportunity for them to showcase that maybe they do have some talent, and if the Thunder don't want to carry them on in the next few years like they have with Charlie Brown Jr., who they signed to a multi-year deal just the other day, well then, Josh Hall just put 42 minutes out on the floor, showed he can score, showed he can he can do some things. Um, I mean, players like that, that caliber of, when they put stuff out like that on the floor, other teams might fall in love with them, and that's why it's important even for a lower caliber player like Josh Hall to play in a game like this. So shout out to Josh Hall, but my goodness, I can already, I can just feel the vitriol on Twitter, Christine, like people are upset. Oh yeah. Everyone is, people are going off on Twitter right now. I don't even want to talk about, (laughs) I wanted a point. 72% 72% higher chance get Kate Cunningham. We need Kate Cunningham to stay in Oklahoma City. And look, I mean, and look, I, I don't blame Thunder fans for feeling that way, but like all is not lost. The Thunder did this is not the NFL draft. It this reminds me of whenever there's like a 16 year old girl who like goes through their first breakup and doesn't know how to act and becomes overly dramatic for no reason. This is what it makes me think of where like they think the world is lost. It's like, guys, there's there's more fish in the sea than Kate Cunningham. Look, the time to melt down is going to be on June 22nd if the Thunder get pick number six and pick 13. Oh, if that happens, then yes, we'll, we'll you know, lead the charge. But, like, at this point, there's no reason to, to, you know, be dramatic. There are a lot of things pointing in Oklahoma City's direction that draft night could be very good. And that could be one top five pick, and that could just mean number pick number five. But if, you know, you would have told Thunder fans at the start of the offseason last year that, hey, going to win 22 games in a 72-game season, and you're going to get pick number five in a five-player draft, I think Thunder fans would have said, yes, please, thank you. Like, yes, there are bigger things at play here, and the Thunder's franchise could be greatly influenced in a positive way if they get two top five picks and lose, winning tonight, excuse me. Uh, they, they tested very positively tonight, I guess we could describe. But winning tonight does put a little bit of a hamper in that, but we'll get into that a little bit more. We'll talk more about this game. We'll get into playoff matchups because they're all pretty much set. We're all excited for that going forward. Uh, even though the Thunder aren't playing anymore, they're still NBA basketball to look forward to. But that's Matt Burton producing, Christine Butterfield co-hosting, and I, Brady Trantham, co-hosting, like hosting, I, I don't know. Like there's, there's two, there's, she has a mic, I have a mic, Matt has a mic, we're all co-hosting. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder postgame show. Presented by TotallyTickets.com on 107.7 The Franchise. All I asked for was a freaking rotating chair, okay? Oh, okay, 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 okay. Getting a little afraid. I need an old priest and a young priest. The power of Christ compels you. And the Thunder win 117 to 112 over the LA Clippers. And everyone's excited because the object of playing basketball and ultimately playing sports is to win. And unlike golf, which is a hobby, it's not a sport, the high score wins. Oklahoma City got it. So everyone's happy, right? 
The word thunder correlated with the word wind is not something I'm used to hearing the past few months. So this is weird. I know, like you'd think, like the Thunder haven't won a lot of games in you know recent history, medium history. Or even, I, mean, I can't even remember the last time outside of Boston. <laughs> right, I was about to say the Boston game. Uh, oh, who about cares it. about who cares about the Celtics? No one at this station cares about them. Uh, but so you'd think that Thunder fans would be happy with the win, but then you remember what's at stake here and what's at play and what's the important thing, and then you go. You're like, oh yeah, we're supposed to. That's my bad that I was enthusiastic. We're to lose. Yeah, that was my bad that I was enthusiastic about the victory, but that's neither here nor there. That's Christine Butterfield. That's Matt Burton with the vibes hat and a Save Ferris T-shirt. Yes, Save Ferris. I mean, you just you just dressed to impress tonight. It's the last game of the year. Can't hold anything. Can't back. hold anything back, man. I brought Seriously. the vibes hat out, which has been a staple. Of course. And then yeah, you got to come with Save Ferris. Uh, by the way, Save Ferris Bueller. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's very he's very sick right now. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. I hope he doesn't have the COVID virus. I know. We actually do have some audio um, from uh, Sam Presti's uh, suite tonight. Oh, very, very oh, good. Oh, great. Um, very good. So we'll play that here uh, just a second. Let's Super see. Super secret yeah, inside no, we knowledge. Got, yeah, yeah. You blew it! Oh, that was it. Okay, yeah. Short <laughs> clip. Short clip. But yeah, no, that that was uh, Sam Presti tonight in his suite. Damn uh, you heard that, heard that here first. Those damn Pokashevsky step back threes. So efficient. Who said we weren't the Thunder flagship station? No wonder I'm such a good drafter and identifier of talent. But why did it have to happen today? Oh, no. Oh, but yes, Matt Burton producing. I am Matt Burton on Twitter. That's at I am Matt Burton on Twitter. I'm actually Brady Trantham. You can find me on Twitter at Brady Does Sports. You can find Christine on Twitter at CB on Sports. And there is a very, 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 very famous person in her mentions. We'll get to that later. It's very, very, very funny and interesting. But we are joined, blessed, whatever you want to describe it. I mean, I don't, I don't know. You know, however you want to characterize it. We are joined on the Little Caesars Hot and Ready Hotline by one. TV's Jerry, Mr. Jerry Ramsey, fresh off the Mark Dagonalt. I don't know who that is, but Mark Dagonalt uh, post-game press conference. Uh, uh, Jerry, just real quick, the vibe in the press conference. Is everybody excited? He, uh, you know, I talked to, to Mark, and I asked him to kind of self-evaluate himself, uh, which I guess that's a lot of self there. But uh, he, you know, it's it's you could see that it's it's business. The shock of the end of the season, just kind of getting through this, and uh, we'll probably see the relief and kind of what these guys are going to say uh, whenever they do the postseason stuff. But as of right now, just you know, I asked Mark Dagnall. He says, of course, he wants to get better on stuff, and he could have handled some stuff uh, a little bit better. But his staff and him trying to improve all the time too. And then we also got to uh, got to sneak in a little question to Poku. And I asked him uh, what he was going to work on on the off season. What do you think is What do you think is number one thing he's going to work on the off season? Ball handling, weight room. I would his, probably say the fanny pack game. He said his body. He said. Good. I mean, you said weight room, Burton, in which I know you played this game at a high level, so that's automatically where you go. But I mean, just think about that. The body, right? He said he wants to play through an entire season without injury. And uh, he this he was thankful for this season, but really looking forward to next season. So, are we going to be looking out for some Poku thirst traps on Instagram? If he's going to work on his, you know body. what I want to see? I want to see like the he. You know, he should have done. This is what he should have done. Just all hanging season out in long. Greece with his girlfriend. 
Yeah. That, but um, also this. No, no, also this. The like Jalen Hurts post game in the gym vids. Why did we not see these? This is what he should have been doing all season long. And the fact that he's now waiting to do it, just sad. (laughs) It's called an off season for a reason there. Look at you. Listen, I know that you are gains 24 slash seven i i know that's your game sure so yeah that's where you're talking from but not all of us are like gifted with initiative like yours christine i mean that's fine i would just imagine someone at the nba level would also be about that life but i guess poku's not i i mean are we talking about the guy who had his career high tonight i i think you're getting a little salty with the guy who knows how to I'm play just, this game i'm not saying he doesn't know, a body. No, jerry of course not i'm not saying he doesn't know how to play a game with his body i'm saying if he was really about it he would have already been doing it this season but apparently he had to wait my man can't smoke. Ci- my man can't smoke cigarettes yet. He might have. So, been. I didn't see the vid, so it didn't happen. We ta- I've talked to Brady about this. If you don't take a picture at the gym, did you go? Did you point at me? That's impolite. I, no, I gestured. I gestured. We're gesturing to you. now. See, game the, okay. two. I have one question, really quick, guys, and I need your opinion. Do I stay on here with you, or do I try to jump on with Moses Brown and ask him if he was trying to stat pad and get a triple double? <laughs> Please ask him if he's trying to be the new Russell Westbrook no, no, no. on the team. Jerry, just straight up ask him. You like Moses Brown? You Moses Brown? Josh Hall? Lexi Pokashevsky? You guys combined for fifty-eight shots? Why? <laughs> or or are you guys trying to make a argument to be the new big three for the Oklahoma City Thunder franchise? I like it. I like it a lot. That, uh, that's a little groovy. Think about it. I mean, two guys in the bubble. Uh, Ty Jerome, of course, was covering the energy tonight, so he wasn't playing. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, you know, you throw in Josh Hall there, who came off an injury. Who would have known, right? If he would have been healthy all season, maybe we see this all season, right? No? Okay. Am I the only one? I guess so. I'm with you. No. I'm with okay. you. We would have seen that from Pokashevsky. If he gets 41 minutes and 19 shots a game, yeah. Oh, yeah. Eh. We would have seen this. I disagree. I disagree. I, I mean, like, I don't think, I think that... I'm being so serious. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Can I ask a question? I'm lukewarm. <laughs> I'm, la- I'm late to the party a little bit. Is everybody right. jumping off a cliff because of the win? And Of course. Like, how, devasta- Twitter, yes. how, how, devast- how devastating this win was. Uh, that eliminates Oklahoma City from even the thought of the two top five picks that really never happened, but just sort of like as they were losing, generated some fan support? Basically, Thunder fans are mad online that they went from an 83% chance at a top five pick to a 75% yeah. chance. So. It's they a significant drop-off. It's a significant drop-off, yes. 8%! Microsoft I mean, that's a, that's, a B, that's a solid B to a C, and I understand Cs get degrees, but... I mean, it is a C. It's not a B anymore. Oh, see, but I the just teacher, went parental. But the teacher, I, I just went say, parental on you guys. I will say, but the teacher, yeah, I didn't get good grades, so seventy-five. I mean, that, that Jerry, sounds good to I graduated me. college a while ago. Like, I'm not trying to <laughs> remember grades now. Well, I mean, here's the here's the frustrating frustrating thing. Like, the teams ahead of Oklahoma City. I mean, technically, they're tied with Cleveland uh, for the reverse four seed, both having a twenty-two and fifty record. Orlando, Oklahoma City beat Orlando on the road. Like in the first half of the season when the Thunder were not tanking, they were letting their guys play. They were playing a lot of their guys at the same time. They were trying to see what they had for the future, no doubt. Detroit, they got swept by them. And Detroit lost tonight, and I'm sure, Jerry, you can you can chime off about that being excited for potentially the Pistons getting Cade Cunningham. Houston, the Thunder went from losing to them by like 55,000 points one night to two nights later beating them. 
And it, like, was the Lou Dort game winner against Houston, or was that against someone else? San Antonio. It was against San Antonio. Okay, it was one of those Texas yeah. teams. So you, you look at that, and that in the first half of the season, like everything that we were talking about once the Thunder started losing during this tank job, well, oh man, the Thunder won too many games. It turned out that, no, that's not the case. But when you get down to the finer details of trying to increase your odds to get the number one overall pick, and you look at some of those wins and how they were divvied out, you go, oh yeah, that Orlando win, that kind of came back and bit Oklahoma City. Oh, beat or beating Houston when they technically had all their talented players, Sands, James Harden, that kind of bit them in the end. But at the end of the day, like Matt said, it's just a 6% chance drop-off. And the Thunder have a nearly 50% chance they get pick number five from Houston. So, I mean, Jerry, my whole thing is I get the reaction tonight, but if you're going to get mad, wait until June 22nd when the Thunder, if they get pick six and 13, like that's, that's when you want to be mad. Hold on. Six and 13 is not terrible. By the way, okay, I, and I just, like I just want like Which, once again, not terrible. I, I want to throw this out there, and I know that this is pie in the sky. It really is. But I just kind of want to throw this out there. Uh, do you remember this guy named Giannis Antetokounmpo? Right? No. Yeah, and that's, cert- and that's yeah. certainly something you can project. Rings a bell. Okay. So, he's a, he's a, he's a MVP. He's been the best player in the league a couple of times. He was a 10 to 20 pick. Who's going to be the MVP this year? Is everybody on board that Jokic is probably going to win this thing? He yes. shouldn't be. <laughs> I listen. I will. I will argue all day on my podcast. Uh, Chris Paul for MVP, but I hear. But Jokic is probably going to end up the MVP. And what I'm saying though is the NBA is a little different than it's been like ever. And just because you get these top notch guys, you're not going to get an MVP, or you're not going to be guaranteed a playoff spot. Minnesota is loaded right now with some very good players. They're not that good. You look at Charlotte. They got some very high draft picks. They're they're playing play-in games. I mean, just because they're going to go get a guy probably next season and a top-five guy probably and another first-rounder, that doesn't put them in the playoffs automatically. Then you got to stir up the pot. Then you got a brouhaha, and it just it works from there. So... I just I don't understand. Yes, they won tonight, and yeah, it would have been nice to be a little. I, I think people just like consistency. So if they're going to lose, lose out. No, I think and they tonight like was kind of a surprise. I don't think this is a consistency consistency issue because they've consistently been losing. I think this last game kind of just tacked on that security for Thunder fans, knowing pretty much where they'll be placed, and now it kind of is a little bit more up in the air, and they just didn't like having that be the last game of the season. It was anybody else except for Poku that didn't like do it. Do you think uh, that Oklahoma State fans would be a little like more upset? I mean, Josh. Because it was Poku. Poku went off. I mean, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brady. Yeah, Poku went off. It was one of his better games of the season, especially efficiency wise. But I mean, Josh Hall was 11 of 21, 25 points, and that's that's going to seem very inconsequential and insignificant for the future because there's no future plans for Josh Hall. Whereas there are future plans. For Pokushevsky, and even the most optimistic Thunder fan can look at tonight, albeit being a little frustrated that they didn't tack off uh, the, the rest of the season with a loss, but go, hey, at least we have something to look forward to with Pokushevsky. That's that's a nice way for him to end the season. Like That's how you can look at that. Moses Brown, too. You can make an argument for him. Did Moses Brown play his way into a roster spot in the last month? I would. I personally would believe so. 
I think so. I think he's earned hit, like a spot coming off of the bench, being a really good you know garbage man for these guys. He recorded 18 rebounds tonight, finished with 24. And even though this is one of his best nights that we've seen, he's usually consistently getting um, a double double every every so often, like every like two to three games. I would say he gets a double double. So I think that there's definitely a spot on the roster for him. Am I wrong? Like, Birdie? Does it, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think you're wrong. I think he could definitely be the backup center. Yeah. In the league, I don't know if that's for the Thunder or whoever, but um, yeah, no, I think I think he'll definitely be at least the backup center next year, depending on what happens with Al Horford. He could be thrust into the into the starting center again. Who knows? True. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, so that's uh, that's uh, that that's where it is tonight. And like I said, it was it was a lot more exciting than it needed to be. Sure, sure. I mean, the Clippers did their part by sitting all their stars and actively avoiding LeBron. And don't get me wrong. I mean, whenever you have Luke Kennard going in the fourth, I mean, as a former, you know, a former Piston, I can tell you that that guy's, by the way, a very high draft pick, Luke Kennard. Uh, just no guarantee, no guarantee that uh, all is good and all is well, right? Well, no, no nothing's guaranteed. These odds aren't guaranteed. Uh, the draft picks, even if the Thunder got two top five picks, nothing is guaranteed. But I think what you're trying to do if you're a fan when you obviously don't know the future is you try to you try to cover as many bases as you can by losing to increase your odds that aren't guaranteed. And then when you get your draft picks, you hope they're high enough to increase your margin for error because it's fairly certain that this is a five-player draft. And if the Thunder want to try and speed up the process of not tanking anymore but actively trying to win games and trying to get into the playoffs, your best chance is to get one of, if not two, top five lottery picks in this draft. And then, yes, of course, if you don't get those picks, if you're a Thunder fan, if you're, if you're the Oklahoma City Thunder, you could put lipstick on a pig and say, hey, remember Giannis Antetokounmpo? Or, hey, remember this person? He got drafted at 17, and he's an all-star now. So there's always hope, and Thunder fans will no doubt hope, no matter where the Thunder end up, because Sam Presti is a very good drafter. He is a very good identifier of talent. They're more of a track record to prove, so this is not a Thunder fanboy talking here uh there is a proven track record with sam pressy so the franchise is in good hands so at the end of the day funny they won their last game it's not the end of the world the, the thunder did not lose Cade cunningham tonight i think as as simply as you can put it this comes from chad ford and i'm reading this uh and i'll be sure to here i'll retweet it real quick it's on my uh, twitter now a uh, lottery odds for the top three spots in the draft that is Orlando, Detroit, and Houston. They're all 12.7, okay? Those are the lottery odds for those guys. Orlando, Detroit, and Houston, 12.7. Here's where Oklahoma City fell to. Ready? 11.2. So they have a percentage, what is it, a, a percentage and a half less than Orlando, Detroit, and Houston to get that uh, to get that number one spot. The sky Does that make sense? Is the sky is falling. No, 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 no. And then I want to read, you know, Brian Keating, who does uh, KOCO. This is the tweet directly under it. And this is, so this is what's going on. And I just, all four of us are responsible in the next couple of days to get this word out, okay? Brian Keating, who is, you know, the I think he's the sports director for Channel 5. He's sports I want to be clear. I think he's the director. I think he's, I think he's the big boy. Okay. Uh, I want to be clear. Is he? Go ahead. You, you. Whatever he is, he does a good job. And, and we like him. So, yeah, go ahead, tonight, 
Tonight was a disaster for Oklahoma City, but it's not like they were guaranteed anything. You still have to get lucky with the ping pong balls and still could, but you tanked to uh, such a degree at the end, all the odds, all you had to do is cash in, and they didn't. So you have people that, that really do think that this was like a disaster. A disaster. Not so You I mean, want to know what a disaster was? Last year. Uh, do you want to know the two <laughs> picks right after Luke Kennard from the Detroit Pistons, by the way, Jerry? I'm listening. Donovan Mitchell, Bam Adebayo. Oh, no. no you no. shut your mouth, what? Birdie. No, I'm sorry. Shut what? No, your I was, mouth, I thought you were Oh, my God. Come on. I'm sorry, Jerry. That's my oh, bad. My <laughs> it's oh my gosh! I wish they would have gotten rid of the entire staff that picked players. Oh, they Joy did. Joy Weaver wouldn't have picked Luke Kennard <gasps> over those two. <sighs> Hold on. <laughs> you what? picked Luke Kennard. <laughs> still one of my favorite Twitter interactions. Uh, Luke Kennard sent out a tweet when he was still with the Pistons, and like your own, this, it was something along the fans of like your own fans hating on you. And this Pistons fan tweeted him back and said, "We don't hate you, bro. You were just supposed to be Donovan Mitchell." <laughs> <laughs> It's, that's like picking Darko Milicic instead of Carmelo <laughs> Anthony <laughs> or Chris Bosh or Dwayne Wade. Jerry, do you want to <sighs> do you want to try and forget about that and uh, help us pick the tank commander of the game? <laughs> Absolutely. We're good tanking. Yeah! This feels so weird doing this after a win. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, we're going, we're going tanking through the quad and into the gymnasium. Come on, everybody! He's not with us anymore in terms of playing for the Oklahoma City Thunder, but I'm just going to go ahead and say, Justin Jackson, you were a great tank commander all season long for me, <laughs> and I'm going to shout you out one more time. Thank you so much for your service. To the city of Oklahoma City, to the fans of the Oklahoma City Thunder, and to Oklahomans worldwide, shout out to you, Justin Jackson. You're my tank commander of tonight's game. Definitely worth it. Matt, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'm going to go with Charlie Brown Jr. Charlie Brown Jr., 2 for 10, 0 for, th- 0 for 4 from 3, 7 points, 2 assists, 3 rebounds, and one of the worst-looking jump shots I've ever seen. Seriously? The thing so, is jank. Charlie Brown, he, he's got the slingshot going with the shot. Um, yeah, he's my tank commander of the game. <laughs> I'm going to go with Justin Horde. Or what about Jalen Horde? Jalen Horde. I can't even remember his name. <laughs> Hope he's not on the Thunder that long. Yeah, he was 2 of 5. He played 29 minutes. Finished with 5 points. Come on, man. Like, I can't really remember anything he did tonight, to be honest. No one else can? Exactly. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I was, I was like, think. I was like, just yeah, like, was like, yeah, exactly. No one else can think of anything that he did that was productive. So, give me Horde. I am going to retroactively pick Darius Baisley from the Utah game. <laughs> what? <laughs> one of 13, 0 of 4, two points. With a performance and- like that, you'd think he'd play this game. I just right. He, I mean, at, at some point, like this, would you're right. He should start. I but, would have thought, uh, but but apparently they're too confident in his one but, thirteen. You know, we didn't have a post game that night, uh, and then of course I was messing around with the old man game, doing our event that we do once a month. 
Stay tuned for that. Uh, but, I mean, we didn't talk enough about what a horrible game. 1 of 13 is, like, historically bad. So, Darius Baisley, we ain't forgotten about you just because you had a uh, sweatshirt on the uh, on the bench there. I guess when you're competing with SGA for style points, kind of tough. Uh, you can't compete with Shea. No. He's head and shoulders above everyone. Can I mention, too, that it's still it's still romper room. It's still kitty table with the whole fashion thing with Oklahoma City. I mean, oh, torn, you know, oh, look, my jeans are torn, and I'm wearing an ironic T-shirt. I mean. Shea, Shea just did, put out an ad with uh, Levi's. Man, I feel oh. like you would respect that. Jerry, is, it, you, is it button fly? I don't know what it is, but it looked <laughs> good on Shea. Jerry, didn't you just go through an eight-day uh, phase a few months ago of wearing nothing but Ivy League shirts? <laughs> I would say that, I would say that that's someone wearing. Hey, I'm wearing an ironic T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I am 150 years old. Like they were, they were fresh new. They were fresh new colleges when I was a kid, Brady. The, so, the, I mean, the vines had, hadn't grown yet. There was right. no ivy yet. They were actually. I was. I was wearing the. Uh, I was wearing the t-shirts for the number one and two teams in college football. So <laughs> one of seventeen teams in college football. They still <laughs> called it Dartmouth. <laughs> Jerry, are you going to stick around for the third and final segment of the 2019 or 2020-21 season, or is this your swan song? You mean the very last segment of the season? Am I going to stick around for the very last se- uh, segment of the, the season? Segment? <laughs> segment? It comes from the I, old high German. I don't know. I'm going to produce on the air really quick. Bertie, if I stick around, are you going to talk? Yes. I know when I'm on the air with you and there's four of us, like you don't like talking to me. And No, I do like talking to you, Jerry. I want to hear what you have to say. I talk, I talk to Brady all the time. I talk to Christine all the time. I need to hear from your expert opinion because you play at such a high level. <laughs> That's correct. OBCA All-Star, big all-city team, Jim I'm Thorpe All-Star. Ar- you know, it's okay. I'm, I'm sticking around, haircut. Sweet. <laughs> Let's do it. We got one more segment. One more segment here on 107.7, the franchise for the Thunder first take postgame show. Oklahoma City wins 117 to 112 over the LA Clippers. Their final game of the season. The Thunder finished the year off 22 and 50, tied for the reverse four seed in terms of their odds for the number one's uh, number one overall pick in the NBA draft. But I'm joined by Christine Butterfield, Matt Burton. Jerry Ramsey on the Little Caesars Hot and Ready Hotline. Thunder First Take Thunder Postgame Show. Presented by TotallyTickets.com on 1077 The Franchise. You know the f- vibes? The Oklahoma City Thunder win their final game of the season. Yay! No, I know we already did that thing in the second segment. Oklahoma City beats the Clippers 117 to 112. And all is somewhat up in the air at this point. June 22nd looms large. That is the date when the NBA draft odds will be announced. And that's where Thunder fans can either be extremely happy, they could be extremely lukewarm, or they could be extremely angry. And the first thought of their anger will point them to this day, May 16th, when the Thunder defeated the Clippers on their final game of the year. Because who knows, a loss might have propelled them to a better draft pick. But that is neither here nor there. Brady Trantham here alongside Miss Christine Butterfield, Matt Burton producing, and on the Little Caesars Hot Brady Hotline, Mr. Jerry Ramsey. You know him from TV on the radio and the franchise players Monday through Friday on 107.7 The Franchise. He was just in the press conferences 
with Thunder Players and Mark Dagnalt. And Jerry, I'll start with you since you're a disembodied voice and I can't see you. There's no visual cues here. I have that with Christine and Matt, but I'll just go ahead and ask you. Um, we've talked about the Thunder enough, so I just wanted to get your uh, early takes on playoff matchups, play in, play in tournament stuff. I mean, we've already kind of mentioned uh, Warriors, Lakers, play in tournament game. That sounds like a lot of fun, but is there anything else out there that you're looking forward to? Washington, Boston is going to be a ball because uh, Boston's been in a free fall. They have a chance to get their ship right and, uh, you know, get get a chance to, to maybe make some noise in the playoffs. And I think we all have covered Russell Westbrook here in this little circle that we have, and he's had a tremendous, tremendous month. But it just slaps a little bit different when it comes to the playoffs, so I'm very interested to see how that works. Um it looks like what New York and Atlanta is going to be the matchup. That's going to be fun. See a couple of teams that have some young talent on it uh, and hungry and what have you. And then, I mean, how <laughs> how crazy is Lakers and Golden State? That's just it's just nutty that you have what? How many MVPs between Steph and LeBron? You got supposedly a generational player in Anthony Davis. You have a Hall of Famer question mark in Draymond Green. And you have all those playing seven and eight. That is that's just nutty to me. I know we only went two seasons without LeBron and Steph playing in a postseason together. Only two seasons, although it feels like it's been a damn eternity uh, since the last time the Warriors played in the finals against the Cavs and LeBron James. But it's you know we're back. just to pour just to pour just a little bit more salt. Uh, give it up to Dame time. Uh, for getting out of that play-in uh, with a tiebreaker with the Lakers oh, no to question. get that 60. I mean, this is going to go down as another one of his just clutch performances and uh, cannot wait for the six-seed at tiebreaker shoe uh, coming from Dame Lillard's and those hot bars that he's going to drop about, you know, being in the six-seed. I look forward to missing that one. I mean, Christine, uh, you remember that funny graphic about wins or efficiency or just performances since the all-star breaker performances since february oklahoma uh-huh. city's logo is at the very very bottom you can barely see it at the bottom of the graphic well dallas is at the very top of that and so with what the clippers tried to do tonight of actively avoiding the lakers and not helping out the oklahoma city thunder we all don't like the clippers now mm-hmm. well they're going to go up against the hottest team in the league now so yeah. i mean I, I mean, luca luca's there luca's there right. and the clippers I they don't I guess they don't remember last year so good luck <laughs> exactly and I mean I have a very strong belief in I mean I usually use this example for college basketball just because you know March Madness is such a big deal but it can be attributed to the NBA as well when teams are peaking at the right time you don't want to see them in the playoffs and even though obviously the LA Lakers are a team that's very strong especially with LeBron James if you know if slash when he's coming back uh a team like the Dallas Mavericks with Luka Doncic right now, like you do not want to be facing that. So I don't know what their um, what their kind of strategy was behind trying to avoid the Lakers to then have to face the Mavericks because I certainly want to want to be facing a team that since the All Star break has been the best team in the league. That doesn't sound like a team I want to play on in the playoffs. So I it kind of seemed like they were going for a lose lose situation there. I don't know who you'd rather play, but frankly, I would rather go against. I wouldn't want to go against a team that's peaking at the correct time and kind of getting hot when you're supposed to get hot. You'd rather go against the Lakers with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. A LeBron James that looks healthier than ever. Oh, and they have Dennis Schroeder He looks Schroeder so now. incredibly healthy. And they have Dennis Schroeder. No, I, I, I would take my chances with the Mavericks. I get it. I get it. But 
the Lakers still got LeBron James, still got Anthony Davis, still got Dennis Schroeder. I just, yeah, I, I get what the Clippers did, but also, I, I I just don't think the Clippers are that good this year. I mean, I don't think they're I don't think they're winning any scenario. Yeah, honestly, I think so. I think I think they might win against the Mavericks, but. I think it'll be way closer. It wouldn't shock me either way. It, exactly. Yeah. It's kind of a pick em. Well, Matt, what's, who's the best Duke player in the postseason right now? Oh, geez. <laughs> it is Luke Kennard. <laughs> it's Duke Kennard? Yes, it is Duke Kennard. Is it, is it Kyrie? Yes. Yeah. So Kyrie. that tells me that you're rooting for Brooklyn, right? I mean, sure. Yeah, sure. I really don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care who wins. I, I would like to see the Suns, like... Win gets and Chris Paul like have a lot of success in the playoffs. That that would be nice, um, guys. You want to know what's funny is if the what's Knicks, funny, Matt? If the Knicks and Hawks were in the Western Conference, they would be the eight and nine seed, but they're the four and five seed in the East. <laughs> Hilarious! That's oh man, really I love funny. I love this. I love that we still have conferences. It's great. <laughs> it's perfect. Just that makes perfect. Total sense. But yeah, no, yeah, Kyrie's the best Duke player for sure. Oh, oh yeah. Chad, Chad Ford's been on his uh, Texas Instruments calculator doing some some major work here. I also now have odds of each team landing in the top five. You ready? Yes. Because that's what we're talking we're gonna about. We're going to have that's, to be. That's what we're all talking about for the next month. Okay? That's what we're doing. The uh, top odds for a team landing in the top five, that's Detroit with 79.9. Number two is Orlando, 66.9. Number three... Get ready. I'm kidding. It's Houston, 52.1. Then there's a tie for Cleveland and Oklahoma City, 49.7. And then there's a team after Oklahoma City. It's Oklahoma City, 47.9, because that's their uh, deal via Houston. Does that make sense, what I just said? Yes. Yeah, Okay. via. Looks up. So there's still a 50% chance that they end up in the top five. Uh, with two picks. Do you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yes. Do you smell what I'm stepping the in? The sky is you, not falling. And using- you panicking people in Oklahoma City. You guys trying to burn down the parking garage across from Dodger Stadium. Chill out. Put the matches down. There's a 50% chance that they get a top five pick. And then there's a 50% chance that they get another top five pick. Chill out. And Have a michelada. You know, using the math or arithmetic that I've gained over my 30 years of life, you know, you put 50 right there and you add 52, that means 100%. They're going to get Kate Cunningham. You heard 100%. it. 100%. We did it. We broke math. We did it, Jerry. Good job. If anybody saw the promo from Big Papa Pump back in the 90s from Impact Wrestling. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think any of us will get that reference. Christine, I, I showed you this video. It was that it was a professional wrestler yes, guy saying all these math equations. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wait. showed you that like two or three months ago. Yeah. Inside baseball, but I, Christine, I, I needed her to remember that. It so Christine great. does seen. if you don't know what I'm talking about, go look it up. No, but, no, I remember it now. But basically. It's gold. Yes. He uh, he does the math, and you need to see that kind of math. I'll probably play that on my show tomorrow, where Sam Presti is <laughs> right. talking to the team, right. telling them what kind of percentage they have to win. Solid pick. It's always a solid pick. You know what else is a solid pick? And Jerry, I want you to chime in on this too, even though you're not here. It's a little bit harder, but I want you to chime in because it's our. This is going to make me cry. It's the last time Matt Burton's going to take us around the association. <laughs> I'm going to try to make this one quick. 
Because it's the last one, I'm phoning it in. I don't care. <gasps> I don't care. Okay. And they were in every <laughs> team played you. today. Every team <laughs> played today. So let's just, yeah. Get off my case. No one's on your case. If, we're just... if the Kings are playing, no one cares. So just move past that box score. Right. Well, the Wizards uh, get a home win against the Hornets. Uh, 115-1-10. What did Russ Westbrook have? have? He had 23 points, 10 assists, and 15 rebounds. That's all anyone cares about. The Indiana Pacers get a win in Toronto Bay against the Toronto Bay Raptors. 125-113. Um, let's see. New York Knicks get a win. 96 to 92 against the Boston Celtics at home. Uh, the Phoenix Suns get a win against the San Antonio Spurs. 123 to 121. I believe that gets them tied with the Utah Jazz at 51 and 21 for the best record in the league. And I don't know if that do they have a tiebreaker over the Jazz? No, Utah wins the tiebreaker, okay. so Utah is okay. your number one seed. Right. Utah is the number one seed. There we go. The uh, Golden State Warriors get a win against the Memphis Grizzlies today, 113-101. to The Brooklyn Nets beat the Cleveland Cavaliers, 123-109, to and they had one play for the books today. Blake Griffin intercepts a pass behind the back. To Kyrie Irving or whoever it is, passes it to Landry Shamit, who throws it <laughs> off the glass to Kevin Durant. It was a beautiful, beautiful play. Uh, we'll probably make the top ten at some point, so you guys should probably catch that. It was a great basketball play. If you didn't see it, the Philadelphia 76ers get a win, 128 to 117 over the Orlando Magic. Dang you, Orlando. 124 to 95 was the score. Of the Atlanta Hawks beating the Houston Rockets. The lowly, terrible Houston Rockets. What a terrible organization. Uh, Brady's Miami Heat get a victory in Detroit over Jerry's Pistons. 120-107. to Haha, Jerry. The Heat only played 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 players. Did Don Haslam get any minutes at all? Or did he, he try to fight? Like, he did not. He tried to find a mascot and get kicked out or something. He did not get any minutes, sadly. For uh, Udonis Haslam, his uh, mm. yeah, no, his farewell was the other night, and it was just coming to yellow at fifteen. By the way, good for Hobby. So good for Hobby. The uh, Minnesota Timberwolves get to win one thirty six, one twenty one over the Dallas Mavericks tonight. Um, Anthony Edwards with thirty points. Good for Anthony Edwards. He's going to win Rook of the Year by uh, by default. So good for him. The uh, Lakers beat the Pelicans today, 110-98. to uh, No one cares about the Kings, but they lost 121-99 to to the Jazz. Uh, the Trailblazers beat the Denver Nuggets, 132-116. And Chicago Bulls won. They beat the Milwaukee Bucks in Chicago, 118-112. to And that was your phoned-in around the association. Guys, I'm going to do, do a tankathon soon. I'm doing it. Uh oh. I'm doing it. Re- oh, no, real quick, while you're do- while you're oh, doing no. that, I listen. While you're doing that, I wanted uh, the one thirty two to one sixteen win by the uh, Portland Trailblazers. When TJ Leaf logged five minutes, ooh, spicy, and Thunder went zero of one, and a uh, rebound. So former Thunder great could have been could have helped us help helped OKC tank tonight, but. And he would have. They just had to get rid of him. TJ Leaf is not good. 
Relatively speaking, of course, he's much better than I am. First sim, uh, he's going. To, he's going to the playoffs, so maybe you got no. You first know your role, was, pal. Uh, TJ Leafs first. never had his hand in the dirt. Technically, he plays basketball. <laughs> first sim was seven and eighteen. We don't like that. Uh, Four and eighteen. We'll take that. We'll okay. take it. Four okay. and eighteen. That's the one we're logging in. Great. Did you say seven and eighteen was the very first, first sim? One. Yes. It's gonna be like an yeah, NFL lice, team's record lice, in ten years. all that board. Don't yeah, get near that damn I'm thing sorry. again. I'm sorry. What's the matter with you? Spray oh, some man. holy water. I feel like in every here. single time we've run the sim, the first the first, first option bad. is bad yeah. every single time. And the second one, we're like, oh, just kidding. It, it's okay now. But it worries me that consistently the first sim has been terrible. <laughs> no one else is worried. Just me. Great. Cool. Let us no, see. You it. and Twitter. You and Twitter are worried. Yeah, Twitter Thunder is Twitter's beside itself uh, still to this day. Yeah, we don't need to talk about Twitter. No, no, no. By the way, follow who? Who are we following? We need to say this out loud. Follow me. Follow Christine Butterfield. Follow Bernie Chantham as the Oklahoma City Thunder Eggs interviews, uh, and they usually they're pretty considerate. So what? Sometime in the afternoon is that whenever we're going to get to hear from the? I'm sorry, what? 9 a.m. is when we're probably going to all be on the Zoom call, and then we won't actually talk to someone until 10.30, and it won't be until 9.45 that we realize that, oh, we could have slept in. I ain't talking to nobody at 9 a.m. Yeah, you're, you're going to be on the radios. <laughs> oh, no, not that early. Oh, he'll I, I will have already talked to Todd and Eddie and heard, and heard them complain about how bad the NBA is. <laughs> Spend my 10 minutes defending the NBA. Great. <laughs> Todd's a Boston fan, so it's all good. Uh, but yeah, I guess tomorrow at 9 a.m., just start, you know, start following us if you want a complete updated because some, one of us is going to be uh, giving you quotes from what they said. And, and I got mine in early tonight when I asked uh, Mark Dagnalt to self evaluate. I did it tonight. Well, there you so, go. Jerry, you're off the you hook. Go. Yeah. No, I did my I did my due diligence, and I asked Poku what he was going to do in the offseason. I only had to be on for Poku and, and coach because I did my job early because I am a professional. You asked a stranger what he was going to do in the future. That's, that's a little, and, and, a, and they responded with work on his body. Yeah, we started working on that is That is not the first night. So not the first nineteen-year-old I asked what they were going to do, and they said work on my body. Oh, Jerry, you got to get out of here now. <laughs> yep, Jerry, good job this season. Thank you so much for your guidance, your mentorship, all those things. We truly, truly appreciate it. Thank you very much. Are you much. reading that somewhere? Yeah, there's a cue card. Christine has cue okay. cards. Yeah, there's an ad read here. Um, it was just left on there for some reason. Strange. Honestly, hey, honestly, guys, before I get out of here, and in our last one, it is our last one of the season. Uh, in just the most ridiculous circumstances, uh, we've put these things together, and I give you guys all the credit. I really do. I give you guys all the credit. I always make fun that, you know, I invented Thunder coverage and all that stuff, but the stuff doesn't stay alive without Brady, without Christina, without uh, Matt Burton. And do I have to say Ryan Chapman? Because he's not really here. No, he's not here. Okay. Well, he, he played a little right. bit. For he's got. He was. He was doing double. He had. A, he yeah. had a dual contract. He has the, the same. The Thunder, he so. has the same plantar fasciitis that Shea Gilles Alexander has. And I'm sure he's celebrating now that I'm saying this. So honestly, all three of you guys, thank you for uh, all your hard work all season. Um, and that's as sincere as I'm going to get. I'll get back to busting your balls tomorrow. Aw. Thank you, Jerry. I thank also you, know Jerry. How to I react. Thank, thank you, Jerry. Have a good evening. We'll listen to you on the radio tomorrow. On TV, on the radio, and the franchise players. Once again, thank you. Shout out to Jerry Ramsey on the Little Caesars Hot and Ready Hotline. 
Christine, any final thoughts? Quick, go. This is it. Thunder fans, stop freaking out. Also, I don't know how Scott Van Pelt commented on one of my tweets still. Nice. Very strange for me. You're getting in on the Scott Van Pelt rage. <laughs> I jokingly said it. <laughs> and then someone like added him underneath him. He was like, why are you guys doing this to me still? Nice. Love I was that. like, I, I really wasn't Leave Scott Van Pelt you. alone. He's got better things to do. Literally, I was like, that's why I didn't at you. Because this is a joke. Yeah. But that's fine. Um. Anyway, season was super weird. Um. Kind of sad it's over because I don't know what I'm going to do with my free time now. But also really excited to see what's going to be coming forward in the future for the Thunder. And I can't wait for this draft because I think this is going to be crazy low-key. Berton? Yeah, I am, uh, again, just, I mean, very thankful that I get to do this and just talk about basketball, really, and talk about the Thunder just in general. More and cue, More cue cards on the show. Yes, I know, yeah. Brady's holding them up across the glass for me. I'm just reading... Uh, I can't really see the next line. Brady, you can move your hand. Um, no, but do, I, I, I really do appreciate it. And uh, you guys make this job really easy because you guys are just so good at it. And I enjoy, I thoroughly enjoy uh, doing this with you all. So thank you for letting me be a small part uh, on this show. No, we can't do it without you, Matt. I can't do it without Christine. It's a great team effort. And this is, I guess... Well, my third year covering the Thunder on the franchise, and I'm—it's uh, been—it's a lot of fun, and I—it makes it all the more worth it when we're doing those nine o'clock tip-offs because right. I'm in the station uh-huh. with yeah. you guys. So yeah. it, it's been a lot of fun. Sure, there have been nights where we're like, "Oh, why do we have to watch this team lose by thirty points?" <laughs> right. I can. And then we got to talk for an hour. I can be at home going through Netflix, going, "There's nothing on." And get home so, at one a.m. Yay! Exactly. <laughs> uh, it could always be better. But it could always be worse as well. Exactly. And it was still a lot of fun. But everybody, Thunder fans, the tank job is for now, it's over. And hopefully we don't have to get to see it that much more in the next season. But again, June 22nd, draft odds. Yeah, stay tuned because I do think that we are going to be doing a uh, draft lottery show on yes. June 22nd. Yeah. And uh, also, whenever the actual NBA draft uh, arrives, we are going to be doing a draft show. So stay tuned for those. Oh, yeah. Uh, we still have you. You have not escaped us yet. But uh, to all the listeners out there tonight, thank you all so much for staying tuned uh, to 107.7 The Franchise. For the listeners that tune in every time we jump on the post-game show, basically whenever the Texas Rangers haven't been playing, uh, we want to <laughs> send a special thank you to you all as well. Hopefully we entertained and informed as much as we could, as much as you can during a 22-50 and 50 season. But again, Thunder fans, hopefully not many more of those types of seasons in the future but for matt burton jerry ramsey christine butterfield i'm brady trantham the thunder win i almost said lose 117 to 112 (laughs) over the la clippers 22 and 50 oklahoma stay safe good night we'll talk to you next season